Every creative has their own voice. It's powerful, it's unique, and it's yours because you found it. This is a podcast for creatives to be themselves. Now, let's be honest. Sometimes we can't hear our own voice because the voices of others seem louder than ours. This is a safe space where you can be the voice. I am your host, Michelle Unveiled, and I want to thank you for tuning in to Be The Voice. So who doesn't need a good laugh after the year we just had? (laughs) I'm just saying. So we are kicking off 2022 with a fresh new series, Life Behind the Jokes. That's right. For the entire month of January, I will be interviewing comedians from around the globe. We are going to laugh. We might even cry. And if you've ever thought about taking the stage, pull out your notepad and learn from those that are telling their stories and jokes based on real life experiences. Listen and laugh with Michelle Unveiled. Let's go. Today we have a comedian and actress who has traveled all around the world making us laugh from stage plays to the big screen in her latest movie, Department of Corrections Women's Division. It is my pleasure to introduce comedian Denise Barlow. Episode 36, Laugh to Keep from Crying. Hello, hello, Denise. How are you? Hello, hello. How are you doing, Michelle? Oh, my goodness. I'm wonderful. I'm even better now. I'm so happy to spend this time with you this evening. I'm ecstatic. Thank you for having me. I'm just, I'm excited. I've been excited about this all day, all week, like a little kid. And my (laughs) clothes laid out on the bed, like, I'm ready. Listen, okay, because I've been seeing you out here in these streets. Like, wait a minute. So I have to say, so this is the laugh out loud, you know, life behind the jokes comedy series. And, you know, I've always said that every entertainer have a story. I mean, there's always a story that you would just never imagine. Like, gosh, you know, and I saw something on your social media platform on Facebook one day about how, you know, what you do for the community, you're accepting donations. And and it's just like, I saw you as an individual. I saw your heart. I saw everything that you were doing. And I just really became really interested in your story. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm trying. I'm trying to make it happen. And just, you know, like I said, I'm 51 now. So just and being in the comedy game, 12, almost 13 years. So when you go through life, you're doing shows for other people and just life in general. And then you kind of see things how you would want them to be or, you know, how you want it to feel. And someone maybe didn't treat you that way or hold you in the highest regard or, you know, do so you just try to change the game and raise the bar a little bit. And that's what I'm out here trying to do. Wow. Wow. Well, please share with the listeners. Tell me how you got started on your journey. I just want to hear all about it. Sort of a dare, you know, back in the day, uh, you know, not to get too serious or nothing, but I was born with some handicaps, um, bone marrow disease and club foot. And, you know, doctors was like, oh, she ain't gonna walk. She ain't gonna drive. She ain't gonna do dishes. She's not gonna do anything normal. So I grew up just kind of quiet, getting teased a lot. So and bully kind of sort of and then you know when I got older and just found out you know people's like you really pretty funny you don't say much and then I just kind of came out of my shell and got tired of being roasted so I became the roastee you know I mean the <laughs> roaster instead of the roastee so you know right. that's just kind of happened but 
uh guy was doing open mic shout out to Dwayne Cobb at uh funny funny because he has the same name for laugh out loud comedy club we've been doing that stuff for uh 12 years and so i started out with him so anyway my cousins was like call Dwayne. he does open mics he gonna give you a shot so i caught him up and he was like look i got a rough crowd you know like apollo type of crowd but you either gonna make them laugh or they're gonna make you cry so that's just kind of how i got started and i've been rolling ever since Wow. Well, you know, I, I've actually spoken with a lot of comedians and the stories are so similar where they okay. had their own challenges, where they were bullied or, you know, and it was like, OK, well, I'm going to just put it out there and talk about myself yeah, yeah <laughs> before anybody else does. And definitely. so that's kind of how it, you know, got started. But but wow. So it's been a while you've been at this thing and you and you act. So you're an actress? Yes, I do. Yes. I've been in a couple of stage plays. Uh, and now I'm in a couple of movies. One movie just came out called uh, Broken Silence. Shout out to Dewan Boy, Jackie Boy. Um, and so the other one came out. So we have to redo the premiere of that one. That one's called uh, Department of Corrections, Women's Division. Shout out to the DP, DeMarco, up and coming producers in the city. And they just getting bigger and bigger. Um, I just feel blessed and honored to be, you know, to be a part of their projects. And they've let open yet another door to my career. Wow. Well, congratulations. Like, thank you. Oh my goodness. When I, when I first reached out, I said, wow, I know, wait a minute. I know this (laughs) is going to be something. (laughs) Thank you. You just doing the most. You know, I used to live in Indianapolis too. You did? I don't know. I'm I'm sad I missed you, but I'll catch you (laughs) next time around. Yes, 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 yes. And so I wanted you to share how you know, how you intertwine your story on stage, you know, because you can tell, I know you've been to plenty of shows, right? Right. And you can just tell when a comedian, they just basically just write the jokes. They don't really relate and connect to the stories that they're telling. You can, you can, you know, right. You can tell the difference. And so that is something that I know you don't do. (laughs) And so I would love for you to share how important, you know, just storytelling is, um, you know, when you're on stage. You know, what I've heard over the years is when I get off stage, they're like, you know why you're so funny? And I say, why? They said, because you paint a great picture for us to be able to see without using any props or anything. I think I've used props out of 12 years, maybe twice, maybe three times, but just trying to relate. And what helps me is every single thing that I talk about is a true story. It has been, I made take something from it or add something to it but everything I talk about has been a true story so people can relate to that and just sometimes taking it to the edge where people are afraid to talk about it or afraid to say it or is maybe even a sensitive subject but almost for example I talk a lot about uh, my disability my hand jokes and meeting someone with a hand just like mine so until people you know realized they were kind of offended like how could she talk about you know disabilities and people with handicaps and stuff but until they realize that I am in that category you know so mm-hmm. it just makes it relatable and they say you know it's funny that you can now laugh at yourself you know I got some jokes about my hand about meeting a guy just like me but in my hand I had surgery on my right hand so I said, but his hand sticks up in the air. He can't put his down. I walked up in the family dollar and he was in there working, ringing people up with the good hand. 
You know, so it just makes it funny about that. And he's like, oh, I found my wife. And I'm like, nah, bro, I'm not the one for you. They're not going to send two disability checks to the same house. You know what? I, and one of us has to be able to hold our plate at the fair reunion. And occasionally a, a girl like me likes to be smacked on the tush. And the way your hand is set up and my hair is set up, we know that's not going to happen. So it's just about turning stuff, you know, things I used to cry about at one time, you know, to now make me laugh and also make others laugh, basically. Yes. God, I love what you said about being able to relate to people because, you know, you had posted something the other day on your Facebook. Yeah, I'll be stalking you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking about joining the LGBT community. I'm about to meet and shy. Don't worry you know about what? it. Shut up. <laughs> Look, I was, I was on there and you said, you know, you were headed to a show and okay. you were saying you wanted to laugh to stop from crying. Right. And I thought right. to myself, you know, how often do we do that? You know, and so this is a gift that you're, you, you're allowing God to use you. You know, this is your gift and you're laughing to stop yourself from crying, but think about the other people who definitely. are, you know, who you're helping too. Definitely, you know? definitely, definitely. And I have to, because again, when I leave a show and somebody tells me they haven't laughed in a whole year, because their, oh, their child got murdered or something like that. That is amazing to me. Even though I didn't feel like it, I tell my fiance all the time, like, oh, I wish they canceled this show tonight. I'm just not feeling it. And last night I definitely wasn't. We went through some things with my father. He had uh, actually today um, his only leg amputated. And so just to be able to 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 keep myself going to know that sharing my story and sharing a laugh with somebody else kept them going is what revives me and keeps me energized so it just helps it just helps you heal it helps you move forward it helps you not to be you know sulking and to know somebody else is going through something much 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 worse than you you know so i don't know it's not always that easy because i cry and i get back in the corner but baby when i come out watch out I love it. I love it. And I mean, have you had some people, you know, maybe ask you how you got started in your career? Have you, you know, ever had anyone ask, you know, for you to coach them or mentor them into this journey? You know, what's funny is, yes, people ask me that all the time. Now, I, I don't want to really say they don't really say I guess I haven't heard that word but once or twice about the mentor. But what's funny is that God, it always works out like that. Um, it's an us. Uh, younger protege that I have and I actually they needed a fill-in for last night so I called upon her you know out of all the thousands of comedians that I know uh, I thought about her last night because she's been trying to get some stage time and especially out of the city so I took her with me and she absolutely killed it uh, my fiance and I you know kind of coached her a little bit talked to her listened to her on the road the two-hour ride there and so it just kind of works out like that and what's funny is I've just been the person that always seems to run into up and coming or people that want to try comedy that have not and mm-hmm. I create those opportunities and it's just funny and then they always like oh my god I owe it all to you but somebody did that for me you know and it just seems yeah. to work out like that and it's just I say tell God all the time like you got jokes you are so funny wow that's great because I'm like how did I even know that I just I sense right. that about right. you right. that you're you're not a selfish person and, you know, you, you went through a lot and it just sounds like, you know, 
this is the gift that you have, but you're like, Hey, I want to share it. I want to, you know, and so if if it's through laughter, if it's through, you know, however, you know, I, I really sense that. And I I just want to say thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for, (laughs) for God giving you that discernment. You know, it's funny. I stood in my parents upstairs, uh, corridor and we had wooden floors. And I remember just tap dancing and playing with myself, you know, playing by myself and talking to myself and just, spinning around like Wonder Woman and just asking God at eight years old, like, just allow me to be somebody. Let me help somebody. And here I am. And I just said, I, I tell him all the time, like, I, I see you working, God. And it took you a long time. I'm 50, but okay, I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready now. So yeah. it's just funny how um, you see things come into fruition. You know, I've always been instant gratification person, very spoiled. Oh, I need it right now. But I'm telling you over the last 10 years, God has really made me wait on some things and it's been really worth it. And I still have questions. I still get down. I still, you know, whatever, but it has been an amazing, amazing journey. I say I quit like every once, every few years, but something or somebody comes back around like you can't, I need you or ask me to do something and then I'm right back in. So I know it's God's will. Yeah. Wait, you said only every few years. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like every couple of years, I'm like, I quit. I ain't going back. I'm done. So but. yes. So where Change. did you feel the shift? Because I mean, a movie, you know, a couple of movies, stage plays, like that's that's a big deal. A lot of people have not accomplished that. So when did you feel the shift in your career where you felt like you were going to the next level? I'm gonna tell you what's funny is when I start seeing my Facebook change from family, friends, and old people I went to school with or people I had met along the way to more entertainment partners or friends or or sisterhoods from that or uh, speaking engagements or, you know, just people that I had ran into or, again, my name being a room that I hadn't even entered yet, you know, all because God is good. So just when I saw those things changing in the realms and those other doors opening for speaking engagements and other platforms of these plays and just other things, even modeling, open the door for modeling. It, it just, I was like, okay. And again, you get stuck like, okay, it's, I'm ready for the next level, but he ain't ready for you to go there yet, but you're just enjoying the ride. So I just, it's just getting better and better and better, you know? And so I just thank God for that. And I'm, I'm, I'm just ecstatic. My heart is overjoyed with seeing myself on the big screen and just, I'm humbled. I just really am. Wow. And how does your family support you, like, in all this? They're the ones that push me. I got seven girl cousins. They're more like my sisters. And so they're the ones that gave me the first deer. So they they support me so much. I definitely can't make a move without my fiance. He's always behind me, pushing me, holding me up, you know, 100%. And so I just, I'm so appreciative of that. Or again, people writing me a girl that I had not seen in years I used to work with her and she and I were very close and so I had a charity event and a lady that was helping with the charity event who happened to have lost her son and that's how I met her because I did a charity event for parents who had lost their kids to violence and so anyway she was working with the old friend of mine and so we just helped her as well this past Christmas she has cancer now and so it's just crazy how again things and God brings uh people and things full circle um and so it's just amazing it it would take me all year to just tell you all the things and how God has brought the pieces of the puzzle together 
Wow. Now that's that's really an interesting perspective of the support that you have because I hear quite the opposite for entertainers. Like really? especially as they elevate and you know yeah. people they know like the old you like before you got you know oh definitely so definitely. then they're like you know i guess kind of like maybe deep down inside just i don't want to say hoping that you'll fail but you know they're just really waiting and watching in the wings seeing like oh. where you're gonna go with this you know oh michelle it's a hard pill to swallow but it's reality to know yeah. that some people claim they want it they want to see you do well but they don't want to see you do better than them that's and so it. that's where that's the it. downfall is and what they fail to realize is that shining your light on somebody else does not dim your own light and people fail to realize that and what god has for you is for you you know i posted something on my page yesterday saying if you can help somebody if you're in position to help someone do that because their blessing may need to come through you even though it's not your turn yes say that their, your, their blessing may need to come through you that word that you need to give them may need to come through you to keep them going to get them to the flat platform that they need to be and continue clapping for them until it's your turn and that's just how i try to do it again i'm not gonna sit on here and be fake and be like I don't question it to, to myself or to God or whoever I'm venting to my fiance or whatever. But at the end of the day, you still, that's what we do. We have to help each other, you know, catapult to the next level. Yeah. I love so, that. I mean, it just is what it is. It doesn't always work. And people are just, I don't understand people. I don't because they don't want to give information, whatever it is. I just started my own business, Ratchet Comedy. It's bougie or ratchet. You can, you can pay with a food stamp card or American Express, whatever you want. I mean, hey, that's what we're doing. Right, but at right. the same time, when you're asking people like, what do I need to do to build my business credit? Or how do I get there? How do I get to that level of, you know, doing more things and having that financial backing and that credit bill that I need to keep my shows going or whatever. People don't want to share that information for the fear that you're going to do better than them. And I just think that is so hurtful. But I just have to keep in mind that yeah. what God got for me is for me. That's right. That's right. And and that's why you're so blessed, obviously, you know, because of that heart to give. And wow, I'm I'm really just excited to hear more about, you know, some of your upcoming projects. What are you working on now? Well, I am going to uh the gospel route. I've done it a few times. So just doing some um clean gospel uh comedy here coming up on january 30th with my brother donald for show martin and my home girls lisa laird and just niche out of chicago and my baby my baby my baby uh miss amber james so we gonna be in this thing doing it i've been writing jokes all day um about the church house and about clean kind it's it's, <laughs> it's hilarious and it's funny oh. because my brother is here visiting from michigan um and he and uh my sister-in-law and I went down and had a bite to eat and we were talking about it and it's just like the jokes start coming out of nowhere and I was using you know on them and they just thought it was just hilarious I told them that I said my my friend was googling all these pastors and I said you have a pastor she said no I need a new pastor for uh to marry us you know I said why she said because I need to save money I'm googling stuttering pastors and I said why does he need to stutter she said because he's gonna save me money I said yeah but it's gonna take you like four hours to get married and if you ask me if I'm going to the re reception I'm gonna say no because I'm gonna be exhausted so I'm not gonna go <laughs> so it's just those type of things that we've been laughing at tonight that 
you know, again, just opening another door and a challenge to me because I was raised in the church. So I know that's the route I was meant to go anyway. Right. Listen, I can find you a few stuttering pastors now. <laughs> we went to a wedding. I promise, Greg took my friend four hours to get married. And I told my friend, don't do it. I don't care how much money you saving. And I told him, do not sign me up for the uh, kitchen committee just because my grandma was on the kitchen committee telling how they pass it down. Nope, don't do it. My grandma been dead 10 years. I can't do it. I ain't doing it. I said, if I pay my money to tithes and offering, I need my rent paid. I don't want to hear no stuttering. I ain't filling out no application. Here's my tithes and offering envelope that I took a picture of so here's my proof that I paid and I need help with my rent you know what <laughs> right that's real look cause you gotta show that proof <laughs> you gotta show that proof they gotta be on the <laughs> I said I'm glad we watching uh, the church on TV on, the, on Zoom now I said I couldn't see past the first lady's hats no way mm-hmm. I could, I'm short I couldn't see I need to watch it from home oh my goodness so what is it like <laughs> when you go you know, because sometimes the church crowd can be a tough audience. <laughs> you know, do you ever slip up sometimes? I know you got to keep Definitely. it clean. I mean, how, how does that work? I think last time I just said, damn, so I really wasn't too bad. But I just be trying to remind them that, you know, we all backslide. So I'm going to talk about backsliding when I get up there, too, and being somebody's side piece and all that. So I'm going to tell them and I'm going to remind them because they so how soon they forget Boy, that we wasn't always saved. Mm-hmm. So I'm a reminder when I backslide, and I tell them even before I get my show started, I said the Lord's working on me. Right. So right. some might slip out, some might fall out, but we're gonna get it together. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I always wonder about that because, I mean, there are people, and this just is religion, really. I mean, right. there there are some Christians who just can't even receive comedy at all. And it's just oh, like, girl, oh my mama, I told a joke about my own mama, girl. She won't come to my show. I said, she told me I cuss too much. I said, girl, I learned how to cuss from you. What are you talking about? And where do you think I got it from? Hey, back when I was 10 and you was cussing and uh, drinking brandy on Friday night headed to the Barrett's Club. <laughs> Stop playing with me. So she gets mad at me when I tell the truth about them jokes. But it is what it is. She like, stop bringing up old stuff. Stop yeah, it. yeah. She was <laughs> mad. Old. She talked to me for like two weeks. Oh, my goodness. So all right. how do you deal with that awkward silence? So you you, you make a joke that you like, oh, wait a minute. I, I might have went too far on that one. How do you? Nah, nah. <laughs> no. You don't no. give it. <laughs> no. Because... I told you everything I talk about is a true story. I may add some or take some away, but if I know how to tell no lies, I'm not recanting. Right. People have been way too sensitive. This is jokes, people. Yeah. Yeah. With a little spin of the truth. (laughs) And see, and I think that's kind of what sets you apart, too, from a lot of comedians is the the art of storytelling when it's oh, yeah. your story and you can relate to it it's your story so how yeah. you know what i'm saying so you can't it, it's yours you own it so i try to and, and that's, that's it. yeah yeah i have my signature jokes it's funny you know and it's just crazy how people try to do that to you like i am 51 years old yeah i did a show not too long ago and I did take it to the edge. Uh, I talked about how people wake you up. I always, you know, especially during COVID, my sister was living with me and always woke me up every day, other day. She needed a loan. She needed gas money to get to work. I said, the last time she woke me up, I said, get that checkbook. I'm going to write you this check and don't bother me no more. And I said, I ain't seen her in six months because I wrote her a bad check. So then I said, 
I'm tired of my grandkids coming in my room waking me up. So the last time they came in, I had my gown and my butt hanging out on the side of my bed. So I said they ain't had they they ain't brung their asses back in there yet because I they ain't want to see that that picture no more. So it just is what it is. Right. And right. they're gonna take that. It is it's the truth. So they yeah. I, I don't know what to tell them. And somebody in that audience went through the same thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because everybody knows when you go through menopause, you want to toe out, tail out, head out. Or you should, definitely. So I don't care what they're talking about. Right, right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so so tell me, because, you know, I'm an actress, too. And I know that there's a lot of comedians that kind of do both simultaneously. right. right. Which which side of the fence do you feel more comfortable? Like, do you? Because it, it seems obviously you're natural when it comes to comedy. You, but do you want to do more acting? Which which oh, side definitely. would you rather stay on the most? No, I. You know, and again, congratulations to you on all of your success as well. You're a very beautiful lady, and the fact that you are. Uh, another one creating this platform for others is just absolutely amazing and I pray that you stay blessed beyond your um, wildest prayers you know and I just hope that God continues to pour into you so you can continue to pour into others that's a blessing so yes I have always wanted to do really cartoon voiceovers you know people like you don't look 51 you don't sound 51 you got the little squeaky voice you know we could use but Again, asking another fellow person who does that kind of work was like, oh, you got to do the research. You got to go digging yourself. I mean, it would not refer me or any of that. And I just was like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing still. Wow. You know, it just is what it is. But I, I just hopefully those doors will open up for me as well. But I always wanted to do that. I want to, of course, do more acting. Some of my roles right now, if you blink, you miss me. But I'm there, you know. Yes, so yes. hopefully in this uh, DP, you know, he's been great. And so I'm going to do be working with him again um, on some other projects and even a project that we've currently been working on. So I, I hope I get better and bigger and longer parts. And so just, again, just always up for a challenge. That's just been my whole life. Yeah, always up for a challenge and to do something that they said I couldn't and wouldn't do. That's right. I mean, you know, the power of voice. So during the pandemic, of course, when the world kind of just shut down, there were a lot of opportunities that were created um, in, in the voice acting world. And so we definitely have to talk offline. And I've had just a ton of connections. I'm a voice actress too. And so, yes, I can definitely, you know, help you and we can strategize on some things to just get you out. There's a lot of work out there. Well, thank you so much. It's a lot of work. Yes. yes, I appreciate that. And I will never (laughs) let you down or ride on your name on a bad wave, baby, because I'm coming and I'm going to bring it full throttle, whatever I do. I don't have step in anything I do. And I I come back even stronger if I don't make it the first time. So I appreciate anything you can do for me. I really do. Oh, my goodness. And so I definitely want to know because you were just um, in Cincinnati. So you travel a lot. So. I know Chicago, I can just imagine that can be a tough audience. Tell me about some of like your favorite audiences to perform in front of. You know, I um, did kind of a Latino audience in Chicago once and the crowd was great, but it just was hard. The, I guess, language barriers and things like that. But other than that, you know, what's funny is 
I don't know if it's an order of protection or what, but I mean, at 12 years of comedy, I have never, I've been heckled maybe twice. And that was just because people were drunk and just lashing out. But just having that problem and not tooting no horns or nothing, but people always like, you know, you just have that kind of voice when you get up on the mic, people listen. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, that has been an amazing journey for me. I've only had to roast a few people. So that's been amazing that they haven't veered me off of my set you know or anything like that if I did bad I knew I did it bad on my own or I wasn't prepared or I let something that was going on in my life frazzle me a little bit but we can't win them all right right that's actually really good I mean you do come off as a very confident woman you're very beautiful so I know that, that confidence has a lot to do with it talk talk to us about that like you know, well, when, you, when you feel prepared, you feel confident, how do you feel like that makes a difference in like your performance? Oh, definitely. When I come prepared, like now writing these jokes and these new jokes, I, I just feel like it's going to be amazing. And again, just wanting to branch off into more of the clean comedy and knowing where God wants me to go. So being prepared for that, I'm excited. And I wrote those jokes in just a very few minutes. So I'm excited even when we get off of, you know, the interview to go back to that and write it and even talk to my family that's here with me now. Uh, my bonus daughter and my, my fiance to talk to them about some more jokes or to see what we can implement and go over the ones that I did write today. So um, that's just been amazing to me. I'm ready to get out there. The confidence doesn't always come so easy. Um, you know, we go through things. Uh, the weight, do I look good? Am, is this too much? Is this not enough? It, am yeah. I too old to be looking like this? I'm 51. I got grandkids that are watching me on Instagram and this and that. So I want to make sure at all times to still be a grandma. Because when I get my grandkids and they be like, um, when they be like, Grammy, we saw you on um, Instagram and things like that. So I have to just be be leery of the things that I do and what I'm representing uh, for them and showing them as well. Yeah, that that's interesting that you bring that up because, you know, I was watching comedy in the 80s and 90s when social media wasn't really like a thing. So you're not really paying attention to what people are saying about, right. you, you know, so right. comedians back then, they just they just on the road. They go yeah, from one show it. to the next show. They that's keep it. moving. People saying whatever they saying, but it's not yeah. like it's in their face. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And so that's interesting that you bring that up. Like that that's that's a very real and honest perspective to say, well, no, I am very mindful. And, you know, you, you are mindful of what the kids are saying, what people are saying and how do I look and, you know, and all of that. But you, yeah. you just keep on being you and doing it. Yeah, I try to, because anyway, you slice it. What I, you know, the main thing that I want to teach them is that you can do anything you put your mind to don't give up don't let anyone tell you you can't and no matter what is going on handicaps or whatever so that is something that i want to show them as well you know my grandkids are all boys and so that's important for me for them to grow into young men and having that confidence you know we go through basketball and they get frustrated or another sport and things like that they're 13 12 10 and three years old so i want to set a good example in the format of step outside your box you can do anything you put your mind to don't give up you know things things like that wow that's powerful and i did see that you were collecting donations a while back are you still doing that um how can we support you on that or what do you have coming up where we can support you and your 
Well, I um I'm not checking charity donations anymore. Well, we, I do them per event. So every month, uh, Bratchet Comedy, um, where we're taking a break for January and February, but for the last seven months, I've done Bratchet Comedy brings you Tickle Me Thursdays. And so um, every other month, it was sort of like a theme, a birthday, or we celebrated someone or tried to give back. Like I said, we had the charity events for the um helping the parents that had lost their kids to violence or family members, you know, that had lost their relatives to gun violence and things like that. And then we had the charity event for Christmas and just always trying to find a way to give back. So I was taking donations so we could give back. We gave away a few dinners. We gave away gift cards, um, gas cards, food cards. We gave away food baskets, regular home uh, decor baskets. Um, I have a sponsor called um oh goodness sweet deals furniture store uh right here 5333 north keystone and i'm up on their billboard here um i'm their um their billboard person <laughs> for the nice. year and so it's been amazing and so he donated a five thousand dollar mattress um uh, a while back so we were able to give that sometimes they were based on charity so we could raise money I'm sorry raffles but other than that some of the, most of the things we just gave away and so people can follow me uh, uh, Denise Barlow on Facebook which is pretty full I have to go through and delete some people which I'm more than happy to do some people have fallen off and I just haven't had a chance to go through thoroughly um, but it's D-A-N-I-S-E or M-B-A-R-L-O-W or they can reach me on uh, Instagram, of course, at comedian, C-O-M-E-D-I-A-N-N-E, the number four, L-Y-F is in Frank E. Or always, always on my website at www.bratchetcomedy.com. Um, can always reach out to me anytime. My phone numbers are listed. Love to do any events. I fly out in a heartbeat, baby. I'm catch the first thing smoking. Listen, don't sleep on me. You and me, I'm out of here any minute. So I love it. Been amazing, booked and busy. I heard booked that. Booked and busy. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Oh Just got back gosh. from doing a sorry game show not too long ago for Jay Leno in LA. So it's just been again an amazing ride, and I'm just enjoying it. Wow, a game show that is yes. that's different. Yes. So how did that yes. come about? Well, I just kind of, somebody sent it to me, you know, and I was at home, it was COVID, and I was like, you know, he's a comedian, I'm a comedian, let me see, but it was just more of a game show. I thought at first it was maybe something to do with comedy, but the further I read into it, and I just was like, forget it, I'm going to do the little Zoom interview and, and, and things like that, and they ended up calling me back, and it was like, you made it to the second round, I'm like, what? Wow. So, then they come in, it's like, we want to fly you out. And I'm like, baby, I'm at the airport already. Just uh, send my ticket and I'm here. <laughs> right, right. Oh, my goodness. No hesitation. None, none. I was already there. I, ain't had, I had on one boot, a full stamp car, and a bus pass. <laughs> you know. But they put me on a flight and I was out of here. <laughs> you got to be ready. Look, ready. They say ready. if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Listen, oh, my goodness. Well, I tell you, once you're on the show, hey, you, you got a follower supporter i am here okay and so, so i just Thank want to you. stay connected and however i can support you on this journey i'm definitely going to reach out to you offline because it's something i want to do for you okay thank you and, and i so, really appreciate that and <laughs> yes, you make sure yes. let's stay in touch regardless of what let's work together let's have lunch or while i'm coming wherever you at we're gonna make this happen because you are a blessing and I always want to be connected to a blessing to I can also stay uh, blessing others as well. 
Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much. And until next time. Thank you, ma'am. Until next time. Thank you for everything. And I'll talk to you soon. Peace and blessings. Thank you. tuning in don't forget to follow me on apple Podcasts and spotify and remember you are the voice